Judges 20. Then all the children of Israel went out, and the congregation was assembled as one man, from Dan even to Beersheba, with the land of Gilead to Yahweh at Mizpah. The chiefs of all the people, even of all the tribes of Israel, presented themselves in the assembly of the people of God, 400,000 footmen who drew sword. Now the children of Benjamin heard that the children of Israel had gone up to Mizpah. The children of Israel said, Tell us, how did this wickedness happen? The Levite, the husband of the woman who was murdered, answered, I came into Gibeah, that belongs to Benjamin, I and my concubine to spend the night. The men of Gibeah rose against me and surrounded the house by night. They intended to kill me, and they raped my concubine, and, they sh and she is dead. I took my concubine and cut her in pieces, and sent her throughout all the country of the inheritance of Israel, for they have committed lewdness and folly in Israel. Behold, you children of Israel, all of you, give here your advice and counsel. All the people arose as one man, saying, None of us will go to his tent, neither will any of us turn to his house. But now this is the thing which we will do to Gibeah. We will go up against it by lot. And we will take ten men of one hundred throughout all the tribes of Israel, and one hundred of one thousand, and a thousand out of ten thousand, to get food for the people that they may do when they come to Gibeah of Benjamin, according to all the folly that the men of Gibeah have done in Israel. So all the men of Israel were gathered against the city, knit together as one man. The tribes of Israel sent men through all the tribe of Benjamin, saying, What wickedness is this that has happened among you? Now therefore deliver up the men, the wicked fellows who are in Gibeah, that we may put them to death and put evil away from Israel. But Benjamin would not listen to the voice of their brothers, the children of Israel. The children of Benjamin gathered themselves together out of the cities to Gibeah to go out to battle against the children of Israel. The children of Benjamin were counted on that day out of the cities 26,000 men who drew the sword, in addition to the inhabitants of Gibeah, who were counted 700 chosen men. Among all these soldiers there were 700 chosen men who were left-handed. Every one of them could sling a stone at a hare and not miss. The men of Israel, besides Benjamin, were counted 400,000 men who drew sword, and all of these were men of war. The children of Israel arose, went up to Bethel, and asked the counsel of God. They asked, Who shall go up for us first to battle against the children of Benjamin? Yahweh said, Judah first. The children of Israel rose up in the morning and encamped against Gibeah. The men of Israel went out to battle against Benjamin, and the men of Israel set the battle in array against them at Gibeah. The children of Benjamin came out of Gibeah, and on that day destroyed 22,000 of the Israelite men down to the ground. The men of Israel encouraged themselves and set the battle again in array in the place where they had set themselves in array the first day. The children of Israel went up and wept before Yahweh until evening, and they asked of Yahweh, saying, Shall I again draw near to battle against the children of Benjamin, my brother? Yahweh said, Go up against him. The children of Israel came near against the children of Benjamin the second day. Benjamin went out against them out of Gibeah the second day and destroyed down to the ground of the children of Israel again 18,000 men, and all of these drew the sword. 
Then the children of Israel and all the people went up and came to Bethel and wept and sat there before Yahweh and fasted that day until evening. And then they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before Yahweh. The children of Israel asked Yahweh, for the Ark of the Covenant of God was in there in those days. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, stood before it in those days, saying, Shall I yet again go out to battle against the children of Benjamin, my brother, or shall I cease? Yahweh said, Go up, for tomorrow I will deliver him into your hand. Israel set ambushes all around Gibeah. The children of Israel went up against the children of Benjamin on the third day and set themselves in array against Gibeah as at other times. The children of Benjamin went out against the people and were drawn away from the city and they began to strike and kill of the people as at other times. In the highways of which one goes up to Bethel, the other to Gibeah, in the field about 30 men of Israel. The children of Benjamin said, They are struck down before us as at the first. But the children of Israel said, Let's flee and draw them away from the city to the highways. All the men of Israel rose up out of their place and set themselves in array at Baal Tamar. Then the ambushes of Israel broke out of their place, even out of Marah Geba. Ten thousand chosen men out of all Israel came over against Gibeah, and the battle was severe. But they didn't know that disaster was close to them. Yahweh struck Benjamin before Israel, and the children of Israel destroyed of Benjamin that day 25,100 men. All of these drew the sword. So the children of Benjamin saw that they were struck, for the men of Israel yielded to Benjamin, because they trusted the ambushes whom they had set against Gibeah. The ambushes hurried and rushed on Gibeah, and then the ambushes spread out and struck all the city with the edge of the sword. Now the appointed sign between the men of Israel and the ambushes was that they should make a great cloud of smoke rise up out of the city. The men of Israel turned in the battle, and Benjamin began to strike and kill of his men of Israel about thirty persons. For they said, Surely they are struck down before us as in the first battle. But when the cloud began to arise out of the city in a pillar of smoke, the Benjamites looked behind them, and behold, the whole city went up in smoke to the sky. The men of Israel turned, and the men of Benjamin were dismayed, for they saw that disaster had come on them. Therefore they turned their backs before the men of Israel to the way of the wilderness. But the battle followed hard after them, and those who came out of the city destroyed them in the middle of it. They surrounded the Benjamites, chased them, and trod them down at their resting place as far as near Gibeah toward the sunrise. Eighteen thousand men of Benjamin fell. All of those were men of valour. They turned and fled towards the wilderness to the rock of Ramon. They gleaned five thousand men of them in the highways and followed hard after them to guide them and struck two thousand men of them so that all who fell that day of Benjamin were 25,000 men who drew the sword. All these were men of valour. But 600 men turned and fled towards the wilderness to the Rock of Ramon, and stayed in the Rock of Ramon for four months. The men of Israel turned again on the children of Benjamin, and struck them with the edge of the sword, including the entire city, the livestock, and all that they found. Moreover, they set all the cities which they found on fire.
So in Judges chapter 20, we've got the repercussions of what happened in Judges 19. That was the story of the man from um, Judah, whose concubine was raped in Gibeah and really abused, and a terrible, terrible story. And he chopped her up into 12 pieces and sent her throughout all the tribes. And they were so aghast that they gathered the, you know, a huge fighting force of 400,000 people and they gathered at Mizpah, which is just a few kilometers away from Gibeah. And uh, I think about five kilometers on the map. So it's very, very close. So this huge fighting force of 400,000 men, it said was gathered from Dan to Beersheba with Gilead. So Dan is at the very top. We read about Dan a few chapters ago. Beersheba is at the very bottom. This is tribe of Judah. And Gilead is across the Jordan. So you've got people from everywhere. They're all there. 400,000 fighting men. And it says that they dedicated to God a tenth of their army for the purpose of this battle. I don't know if that was a mistake or not, because as we read the whole chapter, we found out that 40,000 of their men died, which was a tenth. So I don't really know whether that was a mistake to dedicate a 10% of their army to the Lord for the purposes of this, but they certainly did. The 10% of their army did certainly get given to this cause. And um, a lot of people died in this crazy, crazy story. So the, the, the sad thing about this story is that the, some of the people from the tribe of Benjamin were behaving as badly as people from Sodom and Gomorrah or as badly as people from the land of Canaan. The Lord wanted them driven out because their behavior was so bad, but because they didn't properly drive them out, now they've been influenced and now some people are starting to behave like them too. Obviously it wasn't everyone, but the saddest thing about it all is that you've got these people in Benjamin that behave badly and all they want is hand over those bad men and we're gonna kill them. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna have justice, we're gonna sort this out. But the entire tribe of Benjamin is like, no, we're not doing that. So they would rather defend the evil than, it, than get rid of the evil. And that's a terrible, terrible thing right there. And um, I've noticed, if anyone listening to this is a school teacher, you'll sympathize with this <laughs> because sometimes you have a, a student in your class that does the wrong thing and you have to phone up the parents for a parent-teacher interview and then you find out that the parents are on the side of the student. <laughs> well, that's what we got here, but on a mass scale. I know that there's been times my children have done the wrong thing in school. There was one that really struggled in particular and, and whenever the principal or the teacher would phone up, thank God, you know, thank God all our children in school right now are doing great. But whenever we would get a phone call and we would, the behavior would be explained, we were always very careful to side on the side of righteousness. You know, if our child has done something wrong, there needs to be consequences for it. And, um, so that, you know, but here you've got the tribe of Benjamin wanting to spare these people from this terrible, terrible evil. Well, it's not good. And so they go to war. Initially, 22,000 Israelites die in day one. Day two, another 18,000 die. There's your 40,000, there's your 10%. And then Phineas the high priest, he's involved here. And that's how we know that this is early in the book of Judges because he's the grandson of Aaron. Aaron was the high priest. Aaron died before they went into the promised land. Eliezer was the priest when they went into the promised land. He dies um, sometime in the first 20, 25 years, and then Phineas is the priest. 
So from the time they've been in the promised land, about 25 years, that's Phineas the high priest, and so that's who's the high priest here now. So this is early in the, in the piece. And so Phineas is the one who's consulting the Lord. He's got the ephod that the high priest would wear, that they would ask the Lord questions, the Lord would guide them. And so the Lord says that, they, that he's going to deliver Benjamin into their hands, and they do, and 25,100 Benjamites are killed. And then they do something so unusual, I think, in my opinion, they proceed to kill everyone in the tribe of Benjamin and burn every city. I just think it's so odd that they do this to their own people, the tribe of Benjamin, when the Lord had told them to do this to the Canaanites and they didn't. You know, they were told to go into Canaan, they were told to completely destroy and remove the Canaanites, and they don't. The Canaanites influence them so that now Benjamin's starting to act like the Canaanites, and then they treat Benjamin um, the way that they should have treated the Canaanites in the first place, and they completely destroy every woman from the tribe of Benjamin killed, every child from the tribe of Benjamin killed, all cattle from the tribe of Benjamin killed, all the cities from the tribe of Benjamin burned. All that's left of this entire tribe is 600 men that fled to the Rock of Ramon and hid. Now, I tried looking for a picture of the Rock of Ramon to show you, and... Um, Seems like from my Google searching, no one's completely sure what, where the Rock of Ramon is. There were some interesting suggestions, like in the area of where Ramon would have been. There's some cave-like structures that were up like a hard angle to get to, you know, in the caves that could have held a couple of hundred people or more. And so they were suggesting that these caves were those places. And I guess it's true, you know, if you tried to climb up there, it'd be hard to climb up there and attack. It'd be a good place to defend. So I'm not really sure exactly where the Rock of Ramon is, but they were able to hide there for a while. I think it's really, really interesting here that the tribe of Benjamin has been basically reduced to nothing. It's reduced down to 600. Earlier in the book of Judges, the tribe of Ephraim was cut down to very, very small because of their jealousy. So we're seeing all the way through, through the book of Judges the, the struggles that different groups have. We've got the, the Danites, that they just turn their back on the real way worshiping God and they go to worship God in their way. The Ephraimites are struggling with jealousy. Um, the Benjamites, they're defending evil. So we see through the book of Judges the weaknesses of whole entire tribes and um, we have to be careful <laughs> because we too have, our, have big, big weaknesses. And it's very, very easy to judge these to judge the people of Israel at the time of the judges and very, very easy at the same time to overlook our own mistakes which are exactly the same ones. Don't we make the same mistakes? Don't we turn a blind eye to evil sometimes? Don't we get jealous sometimes when we don't get recognized like the Ephraimites? Don't we worship God in our own ways like the Danites? And um, so we're not too quick to proclaim our own innocence. <laughs> we're not too quick to defend ourselves because we know we just need the grace of God, just like everyone else does too. Lord, we are so sorry that humans have fallen so far from you. What Paul said is so true. There's no one righteous, no, not one. Lord, that all have fallen short of the glory of God. Lord, we look to the cross, we ask for mercy. 
we ask for grace. Forgive us, Lord, our sins. And keep us from the sins of the people in the time of judges, the various sins that they struggle with. Keep them far from us, Lord. Help our hearts be pure. Help us not to be proud. Lord, help us to serve you always, I pray. Amen. Thank you.